Welcome to Source of Screen, a podcast where we talk about your favorite comic book movies. Well, they might not be your favorite. Let's get that straight. They could be bad. Why'd you let me do the intro? It's my intro. And they all love the movies. No, they don't. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about movies, whether you love them or hate them. And we talk about how they compare as films and comic adaptations alike. Today, we're talking about Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah. Why does it got to be like sexy Civil War? Because Civil War is sexy. This is like when I started reading comics, this is the shit I got to start on. I mean, for Cap it is. He just hits on his his ex-lover's niece. Well, we can talk about that later, but mainly they're already dating at this point in the comics. That's not right. But man, that was a great time to read comics. That's like, like the ultimate gateway to comics. You know, you just get in there, you get all these great story arcs, and then it's like starting with cocaine, you know, just skipping all you the other basic stuff. You should start with cocaine, because well, everything's probably disappointing. But that's that. what I'm saying. It's so epic, and most things have been disappointing since that because the Civil War uh, comic event is just so amazing to me. But we're going to talk about that all now. First... Let's, let's talk about our expectations. Expectations! Baby. Well, I think this is all spoilers, right? Can we say that? Because the movie oh, is 100%. More, more than a Expectations, year old. probably not, but everything else for sure. 100%. Sure, sure. Okay, so you can listen to the first 10 minutes if you really want. Um, would you want to go first? Uh, sure. So basically, I read Civil War when it came out a long time ago. Played the games. Games were very fun, uh, but a little, little bit different from the source material. Pretty close. But yeah, but yeah it gets. Created differences. It's, it's pretty close. Um, Part of the Civil War, uh, there's a huge political aspect to it. Like this, when you talk about Civil War and Marvel, this is a very expansive storyline. Like a lot of shit happens, people die, but the main thing is the superhero registration. So, <laughs> uh, I was expecting more of that in the movie, more stuff about the registration and people quitting and people, um, you know, making their little factions, whether they, no, they yeah, switch it's, sides. It's a really huge and there's part. a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing I expected. I expected a lot more characters to be in it. Um, which, I mean, for these films, they can only do the best they can. Because, I mean, even with the characters they have, all those actors have schedules. There's other movies they want to make. So it's crazy and that they even got half of them in the movie to begin with. Even Marvel has a budget. I mean, exactly, it just yeah. all depends, and you have to make sure the heroes are right, and who has the licensing. It's a really big deal, and, like, the Civil War involves almost every comic character. We'll talk about who's in it, what they feel at the time, but, yeah, I do agree with you on that. That's what I put for one of my expectations, is I was just hoping that it was there was a grander scale to the characters, and there was more of it, because is one of the hugest events in the comics. Oh, by the way, just quick reference. We didn't read anything of Civil War 2, which is the 2017 run. Uh, or 2016 run. Because uh, it's garbage. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it does any justice to the original and is just pointless. I read the first comic a long time ago, and it basically is... What's that show with Thomas the Tank Engine? Is it is it it's, Thomas? It's Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> is it that what that is? That's what it's called. Uh, it's basically that where a bunch of tractors come alive and hold the city hostage. It's really stupid. Also, not enough deaths. In fact, 
Spoiler, no one dies. No one dies. Uh, that was that was something I put. I put the, I expected Cap to die. Ah! What? There wasn't supposed to be spoilers and expectations. Well, that's what you just said, isn't it? No. <laughs> it's so... Anyway, so Cap dies um, in the comics. Sorry, guys. Well, that, no. We're talking about the movie. We The comics is like... Wait, it's, that's a big spoiler. It's eleven years old. Doesn't, dude. Some people on this podcast He's already don't been read back. comics. He's a Nazi now. <laughs> some people on this podcast don't read comics. Okay. Yeah, that that is spoiler. Cap dies. That was like one of the most read comics ever. That's definitely not a spoiler. Not not by some of the people that listen to this. <laughs> okay. So what else? What else did you expect? That's really about it. Uh, um, just really more characters disappointing that you didn't get to see certain people die certain uh people just be a part of it obviously the x-men can't be in it and they're a huge part of the the civil war um for a number of reasons just because they're like x-men are like we are the quintessential example of why we are not for the hero registration act yeah i think that's why they're very important well stanley recently said that Hopefully soon we might see them in the same universe. But I've also been hearing this since Stan 2000. Lee, I feel like he knows. Do you think he does? I think he knows. We bumped into him at Comic Con, so that was cool. Uh, actually, I expected more battles because there's only one real Civil War battle in the movie, and it's really long. It's like 20 minutes, and it it goes by pretty enjoyably. And I love everything about it. But I was just like, it just felt weak. Well, th- this is a year of comic superhero battles of different heroes battling each other in different situations in different cities all around the United States, really. And you were talking about how many ambushes there are and betrayals. It's a full on war. This is one battle that doesn't go the way I thought yeah, it would. People like go underground, choose sides, switch rebellions, sides, make fake double IDs. Agents. There's so much shit going on. Like we read the entire civil war series, which by the way, like, well, we must have read like 60 comics. Yeah, because you have the Civil War series itself, and then you have Spin-offs. each individual character's relation to that story. So I think it's over like 100 some comics in oh, total. Yeah. There's no way they were going to capture all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more characters. I expected less Spider-Man. I was pretty content. I'm a pretty big Spider-Man guy, if you guys don't know. And I was like, okay, that's pretty good. So... This is the part where we take a fake commercial break. It's not a fake break. Fake break. It's fake not break. A fake break. You guys will get sick of us talking. Trust me. If we just talk for an hour, I don't get sick of us talking. But that's because I like you're the way on you it. sound. Oh yeah, me too. All right. All right. Fake break. Commercial break. Fake break. Be back in a minute. Fake break. Welcome back to Civil War. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we get to that part of the show where we talk about our likes and dislikes. Oh, what did you like? Eh. It's okay. I'm okay. I appreciate, I appreciate your feedback. It's all right. Um, I guess I'll get started. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the 
uh, more grounded aspects of the story. I think they worked. Now, okay, I'm I'm divided on this because I also didn't like it at the same time. You copied but my I'll answer. Explain. Okay. I copied your answer. Yeah, I told you it was like the first thing I said. I was like, oh, I think it's really grounded. And you're like, that's dumb. And then you're like on the podcast, I think it's grounded. I didn't say that was dumb. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's also in my dislikes. And I'll explain. Okay, sure, sure. Um, I think that the the villain's motivation made a lot of sense. Okay. Which was fine. He seemed realistic. He was in a, a war zone, essentially, with mm. the Avengers. Yeah. And his family died because of them. Yeah. And they just went home. And he's like... Fuck you guys. Yeah, a lot of people That's... get mad at people's jobs to protect. Like, people get mad at cops and stuff. If, if you, the Avengers didn't save your family, you'd be a little pissed. Yeah, That's and it's job. kind of their fault. Kind of. Because they yeah. caused a lot of destruction. Yeah. Um, also, because that's an age of Ultron, that is also Tony Stark's fault. Yeah, once again, 100%. most shit is his fault. <laughs> uh, so I enjoyed that aspect. I do like there's, um, spoiler, there's a part of the story where the villain tells what happened and they don't do a flashback and i really really like that in a movie where the acting is really good and the writing is so good you make a visual in your head of what happens one of the few times where telling is better than showing yeah i, th- I thought that was really well done near the end of the movie i guess you could argue the performance was the showing yeah so yeah maybe it maybe just I'm wasn't bullshit. necessary to do a flashback it would have yeah. been cheesy yeah i agree um so Good yeah. actor. Forget what his name is. Uh, Daniel Brühl. Okay, well that was really convenient. IMDb. Thank you. I'm. I know my movies. Sorry. You know your movies. And my actors. Um. So yeah, grounded. Uh, I liked uh a lot of the fight scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that the airplane hangar was good. The fight at the end, one hundred percent, really fucking good. The choreography was really good, especially between Bucky and Cap all fighting really agreed Iron i was Man. very invested in that and there's actually um i like the little slow-mo shot of cap um holding his shield up against iron man because that's actually a shot like directly lifted from the last civil war comic yeah number seven yeah number seven that was a really good cover where every all the other avengers are like fallen but it's just cap and iron man battling it out yeah, and it, well, that's in um in the comic book. Yeah, it's a panel in there. So I thought that was really it's also cool. The cover. Yeah. They made that little little reference. It's a good reference. Um, I really liked Chris Evans acting in this. He really <laughs> sold me as Captain America. Like all the other ones, he was very like, like you know, a Cap is where he just is unwavering and everything. I really felt like he was very tortured in like choosing iron man or bucky and just trying to like figure out what he has to what he's gonna do and you know choose sides essentially because he's the movie isn't so much about the um the political aspect it's more about their friendship yeah anything else and i really think he he did a good job of showing that yeah i think i would agree with that yeah i think all the portrayals actor wise even from like hawkeye i was the most hawkeye i've seen hawkeye and i'm just like yeah i love that i love how i can love all these marvel characters like with just such little screen time yeah i think they um i think this is the first time they really sort of found their footing because this is the third technically movie with all of them in it yeah so yeah, it's technically like avengers 2.5 yeah. yeah um 
And there's lots of references to the original material in a in a sort of um what's what's the term I'm looking for? Condensed? No, it's in no. a okay. It's not obvious because it's not a part of the story. Yeah. But that reference is there. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. For sure. No, that makes it's sense. It's a, a spiritual successor of a reference, if that is even a real term, well, I guess. Well, yeah. I was going to talk about that later. There's like three types of uh, translations from films. And I think this one te- capper- captures the essence. It's not a direct or a influenced. It's more of a spiritual translation and captures mm-hmm. a lot of the essences, yeah. which I think is good. Which we'll talk about that a little bit later. And my last one is, I feel like, as a film, the flow of the movie is very good. It feels like almost three films in one, because each act is very distinctive from from the next in terms of the way the story transitions. And I think it does a really good job. And I know this movie had two directors, and sometimes that's why that happens. You're like, why does this part of the movie feel different? Like, Lord of the Rings, I think, has four different directors, and there's three storylines, or three or four storylines going on. That's why they all feel different. That's why you might like one more than the other that's going on. I didn't know there was three or four. I thought it was just Peter Jackson. Well, you have like um, second unit directors and got stuff it, got like it, that. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's like the top one. Head honcho. Movie. Big queso. Like uh, Andy Serkis did at least 50% of the Hobbit movies because Peter Jackson just was like, dude, just go ahead, direct. And he, he's basically co-director. But... Precious. <laughs> Precious Grammys. <laughs> oh, wait. Did the Hobbits win anything? Uh, no. Oh, shit. Not, not great. Not great. Not so precious. Changed a lot of story of the aspects, but that's for a different episode. Uh, much, much longer episodes. Yeah. We should do three parts with extended cuts. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's my jam. Okay. Lord of the we'll Rings. Get, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, anything else you liked before I get into my likes? I know we really want to get to your dislikes. <laughs> Everyone wants to know our dislikes. Uh, that's about it for me for my likes. Okay. Well, my likes are very similar, so I'll keep it brief. Uh, it was very grounded. I liked how it held no punches. Like, straight off the bat, spoilers again, we see Tony's parents murdered. I'm just like, shit, that's 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 tight. And then when we see the emotional buildup of Tony Stark. By the way, I'm in love with Robert Downey Jr. I know how you feel about it. We'll talk about it. That being said, I loved him ever since I saw him in Heart and Souls as a kid. He is amazing. I think he was the perfect cast. I just wish there was a good director to do an Iron Man movie. I haven't liked any of the Iron Man movies since Iron Man 1. And this was really close to seeing Iron Man get to the emotional side because I don't think he's actually a really great superhero. I think he's a damaged person that tries to do good. And that really appeals to me. That's why I was hoping they would do Demon in a Bottle. Sorry. Little rant. Anywho. Um, I really just like the emotional integrity that comes towards the end. And it, for a Disney movie, I was like, oh, shit, you, you, you threw some right hooks and some jabs. And I thought that was really good. Superhero fight was awesome. I've seen that a million times in a comic book, and it was really cool to see it on a screen. Or when you watched it on bootleg a million times. Oh, my God. So I watched the movie three times in theaters, so I get to torrent it. Me too. I have the right to torrent it. I was there all three times. Yeah, I made her come. I bought your ticket twice. <laughs> I refused to pay. <laughs> she, repaired the, she, she refused the fourth time, and then I was like, fine, I'll just torrent it. But anywho, I loved it so much. I watched that movie a thousand times. It. I made gifts of the battle scenes and just kept sending it to people. I, don't, I, I was crazy about it. I went in a Spider-Man costume to the movie. I'll probably post that on my Instagram. We should do that. I'll do that. Nerd. Nerd. Um, 
emotional stakes, and the dynamic story. This is one of the few Marvel films that I don't think follows the generic Marvel formula. The Iron Man 1, Captain America, Thor formula. This one feels different and in a really good way i think it tells a story that does have different acts and it feels good i'm gonna get to my dislikes so then we can get to your dislikes but i really like this movie i'll I'll give it a full review in a second but to me it's a nine out of ten dislikes jesus whatever i like it i like that and that's spider-man uh my dislikes uh, a little short, and I really don't see how the consequences will pan out for future films because we haven't really seen anything lately. But yeah, mainly it's the um, the future of like in the comics. This is a huge thing. It, it impacted the comics for years to come. But so far, Spider Man just swinging around like no problems. He's not registered with the government or anything like that. So I'm just kind of confused how this MCU has been impacted by these events. Um, Honestly, I think Zemo was underutilized or it seems like just kind of took him out. I think it would have been more interesting if it was just Captain America versus Iron Man over the fallout of Age of Ultron. Like, I think Sokovia could have been big enough. They didn't have to have the Scarlet Witch blowing up stuff. They which, probably just need an excuse to I know. put her in there. They, were, they needed to put a villain in there because Cap needs a villain. But I just kind of like the idea of Tony and Cap facing off and i think they did that really well i was like like cap doesn't even fight zola i mean well, no not zola i'm sorry zemo. baron zemo so, so many z's and germans and yeah zemo. I, I thought he was amazing but unless they bring him back for masters of evil i don't think he had any point well he's not dead he's not dead one of the few villains so not what, to die yeah that's what people have said he's probably gonna be back masters of the i think red skull's still alive too he's just somewhere in space which isn't totally uncommon to how captain america comes back alive which we'll talk <sighs> about it's really stupid oh so that was my another dislike i wanted cap to die i really did i think he has one of the closest things to a perfect agree. trilogy i think that's what makes civil war amazing it makes a huge impact yeah and it and it basically just makes all the superheroes like what the hell yeah so i think that's one of the better parts of the civil war it's just that really like in the mcu we haven't seen anyone die and the directors came out and said the avengers died at the end of civil war and i was like oh that's pretty good but shut up oh come on they're trying. No, they're not. That's that's a Chris Evans has a contract, answer. okay? So they can't kill Chris Evans. But they can kill the Avengers. They can bring him back. They can kill the Avengers. That's stupid. Well, do you want to know how they brought him back in the comic? It's really stupid. So Sharon Carter tracks down a gun from the, the gun she used to kill him because she's brainwashed to kill Captain America. Already, already, already stupid. stupid. And he's shot three times by crossbones with a sniper rifle. But, th- but that didn't work. It was the gunshot from his girlfriend. Yeah, it the was the gunshot. Gun. Which actually I thought was cool. They brainwashed his girlfriend to shoot him. Well, and she should have like, shot him in dark. the head. She shot yeah, him like, wasn't in the a kill stomach. Shot. Definitely he got wasn't shot a kill three shot. times with a sniper, sniper rifle. And then two and times in the it. stomach. Still going. <laughs> to me, that's, like, that's badass. Anywho, turns out the gun she used just traps his soul in space because it was designed by Dr. Doom. (laughs) I forgot about this comic until I read up about it just now. But his soul is stuck in an alternate dimension. Like, basically, it's Bioshock or Wolfenstein. Long story short, they get him out with this new device that unfreezes his soul, and he comes back. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? So stupid. So, they have such a good thing going, and then they fuck it up. I think they retconned the it's way he when, came back. Yeah, it's when they start doing the spaceship, because Civil War is, like, pretty grounded. That but was then dumb. when they're like, 
Wait, how do we bring him back? Oh, we'll get a gun and shoot him because his soul was trapped in, in the space-time space continuum. It wasn't just a regular gun. They gave Sharon a space gun. I'm like, why would you do that when you could have just blew his brains out? Don't even read Civil War II. It's even worse. Oh, my God. The fucking I, I Tonka trucks or it's whatever. Tonka trucks is a skateboarder superhero um yeah i just wish it was um let me see uh what else were my dislikes uh some of the character motives um i don't know what black widow's deal was this entire movie i'm like why are you here you're a spy why do you care about the government and even anthony mackie she's a double agent that was so stupid that was so funny at d23 they're like one someone's a double agent and we're like oh who is that gonna be and we're like black widow's too obvious and then it was she like is double <laughs> and then she was the double agent i was like okay that was that was a letdown i thought it'd be cool if like war machine was like hey tony i love you but cap's fucking right or something like that i don't know and then yeah it was just a small cast i was hoping to see i like there's a lot of characters that really matter to this uh black panther was kind of cool you have namor dr strange well a lot of the heroes just say peace out x-men like you said defenders a lot of local street heroes the the uh, the new warriors there's just so many characters that are affected by this in the comics and here it's just like a 12 people which most have their identities revealed anyways which now that i think about it i don't like that i like when superheroes have to hide something yeah that's the whole point yeah and I, th- I think that's uh, something that's definitely just missing, you know. It's just that l- that lack of security or privacy that 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 isn't a threat in the movie. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That was about it for me. Yeah, just the small cast, and you know, they, they couldn't do as much as they could in the comics, which took years to write. They only had two hours mm-hmm. of screen time, two and a half hours. Not bad runtime. It's, it's a long movie. Mm-hmm. So that's my dislikes. Uh, I'm going to leave the room and come back in 10 minutes. And hopefully Wait, don't, we'll don't be... you want to hear my dislikes? Yeah, I'm sure I'll hear them in the, in the future. I've already heard a lot of them. So I'll be back um, in 10 minutes and you'll be almost halfway done, maybe? Uh, nah. Okay, well, let's get started then. <laughs> um, so the movie, uh, first things first, it was a lot less political, which I really, really, really didn't like. Uh-huh. I think that's what the whole point of Civil War is. It's the politics, hence why it's called Civil War. Um, it definitely, it, I really enjoyed that aspect of the storyline, and it's a, a huge miss on that point because they made the story more about relationships than <laughs> than they did, you know, uh, yeah, the political aspect. And I know why they did it, because they couldn't have all those characters, so doesn't really matter and like you said everyone knows who everyone is anyway so it's it's really arbitrary at that point um but yeah that was a a big misstep because the the entire storyline is based around that and um i think the best character or his uh, main storyline is probably spider-man's which that's really it's a really big deal for him to reveal his identity i totally forgot about that they totally well it's they can't do it because he just got here, but that's yeah. so important to the story. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I would say, read Civil War and read Spider Man's um, storyline in Civil War. Also, Iron Man's is my favorite, written Iron by Brian Michael Bendis. Too, yeah. It's all right. Captain America, ironically, so, is the worst one of the spinoffs. Another thing I didn't like in relation to that is Spider Man himself. Um, I think. I don't like this whole thing they're doing with Spider-Man in the first place. I feel like Spider-Man needs to be a fucking grown-up. 
Um, I, I'm done with him being in high school. We've seen it twice and we get it. We know who he is, especially in the context of the civil war, because he, he has adult problems. He has to worry that if he reveals his identity, he's going to get sued by a bunch of people and he does get sued by a bunch of people. So he's got to put money away. He's worrying about Mary Jane and worrying about his aunt May. He's worrying about his whole image. He also has to worry about hunting down other people in this movie. He's just jumping around like, Oh, Tony Stark gave me a suit. Awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> like I, he just he doesn't even realize the gravity of the situation. Well, yeah, I, I think do as agree. a Spider-Man, he's you know for his age, he's fine. I just don't think in the, in the context, context of the of the, yeah. the storyline, it 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 got me. So that's one aspect I didn't like. Um, now I will go into the villain part. Although his plan is grounded, his plan is fucking stupid at the same time because it's all based on coincidence. And you know this because we talked about this. There are some things that don't tie as well together as the movie implies. Now, I'll explain. So, the villain's plan was to have the three of them meet up and for Tony to see that video. Correct. Now, how how could he have guessed that Anthony Mackie would have told RDJ to go there by himself. How would he how would he ever have planned that? Right. What if what if RDJ's like, yeah, I'll totally bring him by himself. And then he brings all the Avengers, yeah, the rest or, of the Avengers. Just vision comes in, phases through that door yeah, and, and punches he just, Zemo. He just arrests Captain America. Then he never would have known any of that shit. Yeah, I think by destroying Captain America's image, you do destroy the Avengers in a sense, but not really. <laughs> no, not really. He's and still Captain America in in that storyline of the movie, anyway. Yeah, he didn't really have, like, it was very circumstantial that Anthony Mackie's like, yeah, I know where he's going. And go by yourself. And go Don't by bring yourself. anyone. Don't bring anyone. At the exact same time, they all arrive, and that... And some, how the fuck did he get there? He flew in a suit. No, not Tony. How did Daniel Bruhl's character get there? Oh, he like trekked it super hard. He trekked it. He trekked it. How did he get there? Did you see he was like riding this like snowmobile? Um, come on, man. Took him like you know, four days bullshit. to get there. And then the Avengers get there in like a minute. He's like, fuck, I literally just got here. I haven't unpacked my bags. <laughs> Oh, I'm very tired. I gotta get set up. Gotta get the videotape thing going. Yeah. And he had this tape, which he had to find through secret Hydra files. How this did guy, he find that? So that I do know. He at the when Shield collapsed, Black Widow released all the files, and he found the files and found out. He basically did research. So did Black Widow out. know too? I mean, she released the file. She didn't read all the files of Shield. She did that. She just missed that one. She missed just, that big as one. As a double agent, just skipped over on that one for sure. Which is funny because she researched a lot of stuff about Winter Soldier because she fucking hated him. You think she would have found that out? And as a reminder, none of this is in the Civil War Com- comics. Like no, this, this is, is all, this is a totally new storyline that they came the up with, and that's what I don't like about it. Again, it's all about friendship, and I'm like. Well, they want to they, make sure Captain America's invested. I feel like they needed another movie before. To explain that. Maybe this could have been the movie before Civil War, which and like sort of jettisoned everything a off. real Civil War, yeah. That'd exactly. Be cool. That's what I think a lot that would have made more sense, and, he, and Tony would have had even more excuse to be like, we really need to put people in fucking check when this shit is also happening. Like, mm-hmm. So... That's another part. Um, and like I said before, in, a, in my expectations, important characters skipped over. 
important characters skipped over a very important very intricate storyline skipped over a lot of people die a lot of people switch sides there's no real switching sides in this movie at all people get married there's just a lot of stuff i mean just for reference a couple months earlier four was killed because Ragnarok's going on. Um, his hammer's left at a facility that Doctor Doom tries to take over. Jen, uh, Hulk's cousin, She-Hulk, is getting married. Fantastic Four is heavily in oh, this as well. Oh, it's very invested. Reed Richards is totally on Tony Stark's side. He makes a prison to put all the anti-registration heroes in. Which like, is it's not just, a raft. It's a, it's it's, a, a it's prison not a in raft. another dimension. Which I'm like, why didn't you ever use that for supervillains? That's a good point, because they're focused on stupid shit, I guess. The freaking Iron Man was like, I'm tired of Hulk destroying shit, shot him off into a space, which made Planet Hulk, which is funny, because both those events are going to tie in together in Ragnarok. Somehow. Somehow, that kind of, ironically, is similar. So That's why they're not in Civil War, but there's a clone of Thor in Civil War, which is important. So, yeah, storylines changed uh, to extremities. Like just, like I said, this, these storylines in the movie are not in the comic books. They took the skeletons, bare bones idea and made their own thing, which is okay, but that's just window. part of my dislike. Um, and another addition to that is I don't know how they're going to do a sequel in relation to Civil War whether Cap dies or like how they're going to continue the storyline or if they're going to continue it at all. Because I was really confused when it's called Captain America Civil War when everyone's in it. It's not like the actual Civil War uh, comic where it's more focused on one person, another person, another person, another person. It's Or like the main storyline is balanced. That's why it's just called Civil War 1, 2, 3, 4, etc. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with you. And a lot of people wanted there to be an Iron Man Civil War. Yeah. If it was just focused on Cap, I think that would be super interesting if he's just like rogue from the beginning of the movie. And then um, he just starts recruiting people. And then you get a bigger cast for a bigger war. Exactly. I, I would have really liked to see that. And I then, don't think we will. No, that's they they didn't make it that way for it to work. Mm-hmm. I don't think there will be an Iron Man Civil War. They probably. I think isn't. Robert Downey Jr. is going to quit before that even happens. Probably. That makes sense. So, and <laughs> last but not least, mm-hmm. I'm very much in the minority of this. I do not like RDJ as Iron Man. People are not. Bing, bing, like bing, this. bing. Oh no, fuck. And the reason is. RDJ is not like Iron Man in the comics. He's like one version, and that's the ultimate version. But other than that, he made the character his own, and he made him more likable, but he never really sees the consequences of what he does. Like, he he always has everything go fine for him. I don't know if it's because he's rich or or he's just more likable, but there's he never really has a real conflict, and this is the only time it happens. And even then, he's just like... He's just acting like a dick. But we never see Robert Downey Jr. like really out of his element in terms of drinking, in terms of really just, you know, just isolating himself from everyone and just really doing his own thing. He's always just like, huh, like sarcastic and jovial and whatever. I'm I'm the big dick in the room, blah, blah, blah. But we don't see a really dark side of Iron Man. I don't know if that'll come soon. But that's really my only issue is that they've created this very likable, happy, jokey, sarcastic Iron Man who on occasion, like, you know, shit kind of happens. But Mm. I think his tech is fine. His suit is perfect. I think he gets some parts right, 
but for the most part, he just, from what I'm reading, he just doesn't sell it for me. Iron Man's, like, very serious at, at times. He's not always trying to tell a joke. He's not always trying to, trying to like, you know, take a jab at someone. Well, in my opinion, I do understand where you come from. A lot of that is the writing. Honestly, we haven't seen Demon in a Bottle, which really shows Tony Stark's alcoholism, which, by the way is the reason they casted RDJ. Like That was in the first movie for a minute, like a but half a it's, second. A, it's not... That's a very big part of Iron Man that we still haven't seen when yet after Iron Man 1, 2, 3, Avengers 1, 2, Civil War. Like, nothing after, like, se- six or seven movies. He still... He hasn't progressed, like, as a character. He just hasn't. He's this... He acts kind exactly of. the same. Not, not, not nearly as much as any of the other characters. He progressed from, like, Iron Man 1, and he's been the same ever since. Even though That's he's I mean. created Ultron, he's done so much other junk. He, I see what you're saying. I'm going to back you up real quick. Iron Man Civil War by Michael Brian Ben or Brian Michael Bendis. Sorry, can't believe I almost got his name wrong. Um, I love this dude. Is one of the most heartbreaking comics because you have Iron Man making decisions that he hates, but he's doing it to save people his, that he believes. Yeah, and his perspective does sort of make sense. In the you comics, can see yeah. why the reason. And never mind, I'll I'll save it. But what we'll do the comparisons? Yeah. But long story short, I just want to go into the fact that. He does things that he hates. He, he, like, it's hard because I, I want to talk about it later in the ref comparison, but there's things that he admits to. He's like, I got in bed with the wrong people to get things done. And even though I got everything I wanted and everything I did, I regret it. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, there is, like, a deep sorrow. And they're still writing comics about this time frame. They're, like, they're called Civil War Chronicles of different realities that happen i just read one the other day if if cap and iron man were on the opposite side or if they were they agreed or they talked about it or were just honest with each other and they're really beautiful how they still there's still chaos no matter what almost there's but there's still a camaraderie there's still camaraderie and it's just it's really beautiful to see these different story arcs play out and because it's like alternate endings but it's really cool but yeah in that sense we haven't seen the best interpretation of Iron Man. Now, I think RDJ does a great job as a great actor. I think but... he gets one part of him right, mm-hmm. but I don't think he gets all of him right. I think he very much... Yeah, he just plays up himself. And I'm sure he is a lot like Iron Man in that way where he he does have a lot of demons behind him like as a person. Mm-hmm. And he has this front. But I don't think that front has been lifted yet. And he's just still... We get more of the same Iron Man that we keep getting in the six or seven movies that we've seen. Maybe Infinity War will change that, but like I said, he's never really been faced with a decision where it's a huge deal or there's a real consequence to any of his decisions. I think you're still reflecting on Iron Man 2 and 3 because I no, think in this I mean, job he does a much better job. If you watch Iron Man 2 and 3, I think he sucks compared it's to all he does of them. In, in Civil it's, War. It's all of them. I don't really... Th- he never sees the consequences of his actions. So okay. that's... That's it for my dislikes. I know people will probably fucking, rant. you know, burn my house down or Only something. Only a couple but... people rant about the James Gunn stuff, so maybe we'll be okay. Well, people really love RDJ, so maybe you'll get some more shit. I think he's, a, you know, I think he's just very likable guy. Like, love him. Very personable, so you get away with that. It's the same with Chris Pratt in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. He's just likable. Yeah, he's, so. not def- he's definitely not like Star-Lord. We'll get to that in our Guardians episode. So, are you ready for another break? Another fake break? A fake break. Fake break. Fake break. Do you guys like music? Well, fuck you, because... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> fake break. Right, don't fake don't break. tell the audience, fuck you. Fuck you, guys. All right. 
Sorry, way to go. It's too many dislikes. Too many. Too much hate. Too much hate. So now this is the part of the episode where we talk about the comparisons from the movie to the comic. So do you want to get us started? Dude, I don't even know where to get started. Let's let's talk about the original storyline and how that came to be. So basically, what happens is the government sort of introduces a bill that superheroes have to register and they lose their identity essentially because they have to say who they really are so that they can um, be accountable for their actions. And they basically want to train them and control them. They want, they just want to know what they're doing and they want to make sure everything is, you know, accountable essentially. So they became liaisons of the government, which is not totally unlike the movie. And that's why Cap has a lot of problems with it. He's like, what if I need to go somewhere and they don't let me because I'm just a government pawn? Or that's why he doesn't like the idea that the government can say who the bad guys are. And also it's it's like Cap also says that he decides what he wants to do because the government doesn't do it all the time. He's like, we're here because we always want to save people, whereas you guys have agendas and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. Which He's is like, very like what he says in the movie. Yeah. So there's a there's a little parallel there. Um, so basically, yeah, it's that this bill has started. Iron Man is a part of the Illuminati group. Secret which, superhero group of the most powerful superhumans. Yeah. And he introduces the bill to them and he said, this is going to get signed. Like, it's, it's going to happen eventually. That's just how everything works. It's just something's going to set it off to actually happen and everyone will be on board. And everyone else in the group, or about half the group, is not on board with it. Like, Doctor Strange says no. Namor says no. Uh, Reed says yes because he he everyone knows who he is anyway so he doesn't care he has much to lose um so and then what happens is there's an incident where these groups of it's new warriors new warriors they're like this tv reality show of young superheroes it's kind of like if vine stars had superpowers oh god that sounds awful i know but these guys are actually like okay they're good people but they have a, a good um good hearts but yeah it's definitely amateur television they're not professionals and they decide to fight a very big group of supervillains, and that doesn't go well because nitro is one of them and he blows himself up and he kills 900 people including a bunch of kids because they were in right next to a school yeah so it's known as the stanford incident wait stanford was it 900 i think it's 600 I think a lot right. of people a lot of people died yeah um and this basically kicks off a congressional hearing where superheroes are decided whether to align with the government or rebel uh so this obviously is very divisive uh and all the public hates them after that because they killed a bunch of kids and you can't kill kids people people get mad when you kill kids even if the villain killed them this was like the government's sort of event that they use as a political tool to make them sign up sure Absolutely. So what other things are drawn from... There's so much to this, so it's going to be hard to take everything. But what would you say, what were things that you saw from comic books that appeared in the movie? 
Uh, Spider-Man got a tech suit from Tony Stark. It's not the Iron Spider, which he just got in Homecoming and I think looks dumb. But he does get a well, tech the, suit. The Iron Spider still looks kind of dumb. It's got three legs. Whatever. That come out of it's way Come cool. on, man. It's stupid. It should have had eight legs or four legs. I don't, I don't know why. But it's a really cool suit. Tony builds and uh, he builds it for him. And there's a bunch of stuff that we'll get into. Um, but you can listen to our Spider-Man or Spider-Boy for me is what you named the name yes. the Spider-Man episode. So that was great. Um, in Avengers 223, we see, which was written by David McNinnan and LaRoche as the artist with Breedley. Um, so as a parallel, um, the, the explosion with Nitro is sort of uh, parallels what happens in Ultron as well as what happens in um, Lagos. Lagos. With a Scarlet Witch blowing up that yeah. embassy. So I, like I said, they take like sort of skeletons and they just mix and match the characters and change location a little bit. So that is an event that really mm-hmm. set it off that you know captain america had to be accountable for wasn't the new warriors but mm-hmm, yeah made sense still crossbones uh was He's trying to it. steal a formula crossbones shoots captain america spoiler he, yeah it does he doesn't do as well this time he doesn't no he, he, he blows sucks. himself up he definitely not as not epic as, fail ep- yeah. on his part yep definitely um i think he was trying to steal the red hulk virus which um which makes Red Hulk, and that's the closest thing we see to the Thunderbolts, which are a team of supervillains that try to be good. Has Bullseye, Punisher, Deadpool, sometimes Zemo Venom. is in it. Zemo is in it. He leads it sometimes. So maybe we'll yeah. see that. Thunderbolts would be cool. I like that's like that's basically Marvel's Suicide Squad, but but cool. Well, Suicide Comics are cool. We're trying to read those. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a really cool comparison in the comics halfway through Iron Man and Reed Richards make a robot clone of Thor who has like a fourth the power, but he's kind of like vision in this movie because he's unpredictable and he accidentally does create some real damage. He kills Bill Foster, who is Goliath, who is actually who's just been cast as Lawrence Fishburne for Ant-Man and the Wasp. So that was cool. But. And this, he's killed and shot through the chest with a giant um, energy beam, which is not totally uncommon to Vision shooting Rhodey in the chest with his uh, Infinity Stone. So that's kind of a comparison. And that's like when the, the Civil War gets dark. And it gets dark for both movies. They're like, holy shit, we just... We could have killed somebody, and in the in the comic, they're like, "Holy shit, just we like, killed somebody." I just like that idea. It just sounds very childish. Oh, guys, calm down. Well, he's we could we could have killed someone. He's fine. Well, Tony yeah. Stark will just fucking give him some cyborg legs. legs. Yeah, he uh, he does get cyborg legs actually after Civil War, which is interesting in an Iron Man comic. He does get robot legs, so. He's fine. It'd be cool to see. His best that. friend is Tony Stark. I'm sure he's okay. Also, there it's alluded in the Doctor Strange movie that Doctor Strange has the option to help him, and he's like, "No, nah, I'll pass." Dude, that's rude. Doctor Strange's a dick. Helps his own fucking hands, but not anyone else's. Exactly. Uh, Sharon Carter has a pretty big role. She's a big love interest of Cap. I think it's pretty fucked up. You know, the other <laughs> woman that he loved dies. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter, who is the aunt of Sharon Carter, the blonde girlfriend, spy. dies. Date her niece. It's like they were just waiting for her to die, and then they're like, a little bit. The movie hook kinda, up. He was. It has, look- to, it has to move it along, but it doesn't work as well. Falcon was like, "Hey, check her out. Go fuck your girlfriend's niece." <laughs> and apparently, the speech that she gives at the eulogy, Captain America says in the comics. I believe he says it to Bucky when he's trying to reconvert him from the being the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does say that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, good good throwback. 
what else are some Scarlet, another relationship scarlet witch and vision they're trying to pick that one off the ground which comes from the very famous comic book vision and the scarlet witch <laughs> episode <laughs> one that's actually really crazy so that and relationship really develops yeah it, so scarlet witch in the comics his powers are way different she can create hexes and even in some extreme cases alternate universe she like creates probable situations so her powers aren't telekinesis she's like there's a 40 percent chance it's like think about like games where you can add boosts and whatnot she's like there's a 40 percent chance your armor goes down or something like that yeah so she kind of creates curses and and bonuses and in one uh event she creates a universe where she has kids with vision but then they all die and then vision and her don't talk anymore there's like a lot of crazy chaos in that but it's kind of cool that we see their romantic relationship brewing i think it's amazing that someone like my mom or a family member can watch that and be like oh yeah that makes sense and that's something that i read like eight years ago and i'm like you get that you can see that you're like man i know this shit i know this shit and my mom knows the same shit i do that's crazy i know this shit i know this shit um a lot of the similar things are happening at the same time ragnarok and uh uh planet hulk are happening in the comics and that also happens it's happening in the movies now a weird thing is happening so you know the woman um her name is Miriam Sharp, who tells Iron Man that her son died in Sokovia. Yeah. She's also in Luke Cage. The TV show? Yes. A totally different character. She's the politician woman in Luke Cage. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that. Oh, shit. She is <laughs> in the TV show. She's Woodard, yeah. The politician lady. They double cast. Whoa, 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 whoa. The, in the comics. She's Miriam Sharp. But in the movie, she's Mary she's Spencer. Mi- she's the same person. No, 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 no. She's Mary Spencer. Yeah, and but her she's son's still Charlie two Spencer. different It's characters. the same character, but they just changed the name. What? Yeah. No, it's not the same character. Miriam Sharp. I think it's different. They're two different characters. Uh-huh. But, but played by the same actor. Oh, now I see what you're saying. The actress is the same. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Shit, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> so I don't, because it's weird. She says in the movie she's uh, that she works for the state. So I'm wondering if it's the same character. She's a politician, yeah, but she I doesn't think, work for the state. Well, a politician does work for the state, essentially. No, no, but she's different. She's like human resources in Civil War. Yeah, but they don't say that explicitly. Yeah, she does. She says she works in human she's resources. Like, yeah, she's like, it's boring, I know, but it enabled me to raise a son. Yeah, but that doesn't say human resources. I think she did say that. And no. Anywho. So that yeah, is funny. there's that. I thought that was really double funny. cast. I totally forgot about that. But Tony Stark ends up dating that woman in the comics because Marvel's- she's like, my daughter died, and he's, he's like, I'm Marvel- so sorry. I'll try what I can do to help. What are you doing this Saturday? <laughs> Marvel is so bad with fucking romances. They're so yeah. bad. DC isn't like perfect, but they do it a lot better. They put Marvel puts the stupidest people together. I'm surprised they haven't put a fucking Tonka truck with Iron Man yet. He's like, oh man, we can wait. You look good. Not yet. <laughs> um, that's a big thing. Uh, Iron Man and Spider Man have a suit thing. Black Panther plays a big role in both. Yeah, he plays a big role, but he's very anti Civil War. Like it's funny, Reed Richards is trying to recruit him, and Black Panther can tell that uh, his wife is like. <laughs> 
ready to leave his ass. He's like, hey, you should uh, you should go home, read, and talk stop to your with wife. That, stop with that science shit. Yeah, that doesn't get the ladies. And he's like, wow, the quantum nullifiers are all... So he's like, read, shut the fuck up, go home, go I, talk to your wife. I think the quintessential line from Black Panther, which follows suit in the entire story of Civil War, the comic version. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. He's like, that's the best part, is Cap recruits people and you know cap has his big standing most of the street level heroes some of the big like respectable heroes are like cap says it i'll do it but reed's going around like want to join our book club x-men are like yeah if you ask us to join we'll just join cap and then he's like goodbye <laughs> don't well, worry iron man tries to do it too yeah iron man, no iron man's like no iron man's like hey everyone join and x-men are like Fuck don't even bother dude mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the only person who does anything is Wolverine, who has a really interesting arc because he's like, We're all fighting each other, but the guy who killed all those kids is still alive. I'm gonna go kill Nitro. So yeah, he, Iron Man's he like asked, trying to stop like, him. Hey, why are we worried about this registration act? This dude just killed like 600 people. Why isn't the government looking for him? And they're not. They like the only person that does it is Wolverine. He gets him. And I'm like, Cool. Good job, Wolverine. You actually did the one thing that everyone else didn't do. Or <laughs> they should have done. done in the first place. He is the kind of character that gets it done. Punisher plays a really big war role in Civil War. We didn't see anything of him, but he basically starts killing most of the supervillains while the superheroes are fighting each other. He's like, you guys are idiots. Um, he helps uh, Cap side for a little bit. when that happens, though. Because mm-hmm. these two villains try to give Cap information, but... Uh, Punisher just like assesses He's, the situation real quick and blows their brains out. They literally walk in and they're like, "We want to join you." <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the, the fuck?" fuck? <laughs> and Punisher's like, "Got him!" <laughs> and Cap beats the shit out of him. And um, there was a really cool line because it's Punisher is just a different story of Cap. So someone says like, "Punisher's the same man as Cap, just a different war." And then Cap's like, "I'm nothing like Frank Castle," and leaves. But fuck, after fuck not Frank only Castle. but after he like breaks the living shit out of Frank Castle, punches him and, and then, he's bleeding and, and he's yeah. like, I don't need you guys anyway. Yeah. Y'all a bunch of punks. But yeah, Punisher actually saved Spider Man from the Jester. The Jester's like destroying Spider Man after he fought Iron Man. Oh, a lot of side switching. Um Spider Man like straight up after a while is like, yo, I give the fuck up. I need to get out of here. I'm tired of Tony Stark. Tony Stark is super sadistic in the comics. He plans events. He makes fake attacks on the government, uh, makes Spider-Man fight him. Look how good a registered superhero is. He's a full politician in this. He kills his best friend because he becomes a vegetable. There's like so much shit going on. Definitely a lot of trickery going on. And he pisses off Spider-Man to the point where he quits. Yeah, he quits and he has to fight Iron Man. But what Iron Man does, which is even more fucked up, is built Spider-Sense sensors. Say that (laughs) ten times fast. Spider-Sense sensors. That's pretty fast, actually. Anywho, so Iron Man can now send false positives so he can make Spider-Man think his Spider-Sense is going off remotely. That means that Iron Man can fuck up Spider-Man like pretty easily. Uh, until much later where he, I guess, just ignores his spider sense. But a lot of shit goes down. The Fantastic Four splits in half. Uh, Reed and... I, Sue? Well, Reed and Ben are just kind of like, whatever. No, Reed is, def- Reed is definitely he, pro He Stark. makes the prison. <laughs> he makes the superhero prison. Doesn't do that by accident. And d- makes Robo-Thor. It makes Robo-Thor. Um... I like Ben Grimm. He's like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do this. And his old Yancey, Yancey street gang is like, you're a bitch. And he's like, I Fuck guess. You. 
Well, it's Sue cute when like and um... Johnny Storm are very pro Cap. Most people are pro Cap. Um, she Hulk is interesting. Her comics because she marries J. Jonah Jameson's son. Because She Hulk is all about pro registration. Or no, She Hulk is anti registration, but Jennifer Walters is the opposite. So it's kind of silly. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of a mixed duality, but so is her character. So that makes sense. Uh, are we missing any big storylines? Oh, there's a funny one where Doom tries to get Thor's hammer because it's still on Earth. And he has this huge plan to throw a million Doombots. Well, before that, he gets out of hell. Oh, he gets he literally <laughs> escapes hell and goes like, yeah, don't worry about it. You think that would have been enough to prove he's a badass? Yeah, but then he goes to get Thor's hammer and then he can't lift it and he's like, man, fuck this. And he leaves. <laughs> he's like, I don't need it. He's like, I came here to get the hammer. I can't lift it. Oh, fuck. Never Shit. mind. Bye. Sleeves, like, super fast. Sorry, guys. False alarm. False alarm. Uh, bu- 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 so, yeah. in in reference to the movie, I think they really missed out on the best part of Civil War, which is Spider-Man. Spider-Man's... He, Spider-Man is so important, especially when he reveals himself mm-hmm. in Civil War, because he they say he's, like, the quintessential one to keep his identity hidden for so long. And he's also been doing this since he was a kid. Like, he hasn't told anyone except for people super close to him. Select people. What he says is, hi, my name's Peter Park. When he takes off his mask in front of the entire world, J. Jonah Jameson has a heart attack. And he goes, hi, I'm Peter Park, and I've been Spider-Man since I'm 15. He's like 26 at the time, 25. And literally everyone freaks the fuck out. Well, also, I like with uh, Jonah, mm-hmm. he is really upset. He's like, I really liked Parker, mm-hmm. even though I was mean to him and like his his pictures were shit. He was he was like a really stand up yeah. guy. I and I was him. tricked. He was fucking Spider-Man the whole the time. time. He's like, I bet he was laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of funny. Because he did laugh like in the 60s comedy. He's like, oh, JJ doesn't know that I'm the great Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <dick."> she. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> Basically. And what I really like is this is one of my favorite Spider-Mans, and I agree with you. I'd like to see this in the movie. Um, I like seeing Spider-Man as a college professor. He's married to MJ. He's trying to take care of Aunt May, who's yeah, going like, through heart he's conditions. He's got real-world like, She almost problems. gets assassinated because he, of this. He doesn't even have problems in Homecoming when he's like, fuck school. I don't give a shit. I will give props to Civil War the movie. All the characters had great screen time. I think Spider-Man's better in this movie than he is in his own movie. The Spider-Man in this movie's like, I have homework. I can't go to Germany. The Spider-Man in Homecoming's like, I'm beyond high school. I'm going to be an Avenger. I'm like, I don't care about that guy. It, it's realistic in a sense, but that's not the Spider-Man we all grew up and loved. It's it's a new Spider-Man for the new generation, and I'm not How did about Tony it. find him, anyway? YouTube. <laughs> that's how they explained it. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, you're the guy on YouTube. I tracked you using uh, satellites. Using YouTube. Probably the same satellite he used to wipe everyone's memory like 10 years before Civil oh, War. Oh, yeah. What a fucking hypocrite. Whatever. Yeah, he's like, no one can know. Everyone has to know each other's identity, but still has a satellite that can wipe everyone's memory. And they oh. all forget who he is. And if you want to know why Spider-Man's identity is a secret right now, it's because he, Mary Jane made a deal with Mephisto, the devil that gave Ghost Rider his powers to uh make everyone in the world forget that he was spider-man on one condition oh oh and he got to bring back uh aunt may from death so this is a twofer for spider-man 
but he has to give up his marriage for Mary Jane. It's a really weird deal that Yeah, why is the devil make? like, yes, why does he I care? love ruining marriages, <laughs> along with 50% of other marriages on the planet. Ha 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 ha. a dick. <laughs> this is what he lives to be, just a dick. Fuck you, Mephisto. So yeah, Spider-Man could have been done better. It's very important. Um, yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. Along with you know Black Panther, um, Atlantis has a big part in it, which I think actually still belongs to Fox because it's Fantastic Four. Namor probably. is part of Fantastic Four. But yeah, I mean it is a big deal when Spider-Man reveals himself. Everyone else is like, oh, I should consider doing that too. If Spider-Man does it, and that's mm-hmm. why I think Tony chose him in the first place. Yeah. So I think we're going to start wrapping up. Um, we might still talk about this more. We still have like so much to talk about. We might have a little bonus episode that might be following this. Um, if you guys are super interested in the comments. It would just be a small bonus line. episode. Um, what was I going to say, though? Um, what, how do you think this movie adapts as a comic book film from the source material? I don't think it really adapts the source material necessarily, but I think it's like an old man Logan where for what it is, I think as a movie, it did a, a good job. It carries the important parts. Like you said, the skeleton it has the framework, the bones and the meat, but it does its own thing. And I think it's, it's kind of cool in that way because having different storylines makes you appreciate one or the other yeah. for different reasons. And it works within its own universe. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. We even got to see anything like this. That's in true. A, a it's way. weird to think that we're at this point in with comic book movies. Yeah, I agree. Um, and how do you think it did as a standard movie, as a movie in itself? It's all right. A lot of little mini plot holes. Like, no, some kind of big plot holes, like the whole, how did the villain know that such and such would tell such and such? Also, like Howard Stark, the billionaire genius, didn't make like a suitcase with a lock. Like Bucky oh just my, opens okay. it. Okay, we'll talk about that in the bonus episode. Oh my gosh, that really fucking bothered me. But anyway, like, this is a genius. We'll, talk, we'll talk about that. that we'll talk about that. Uh, um, I I think uh, as a comic book film, it did a really good job. It had everything that you need or want from the original, but doesn't really get to explore all the avenues that we might like and as a film i still really enjoyed it like on its own i think it works really well it's hard if you don't know all the characters and stuff but and it's restricted by just the, the platform move, that it's, yeah, on. Yeah, the platform so to, it's on you have to remember take that with a grain of salt uh i give it 8.5 9 out of 10 you i give it um a roscoe's chicken out of a fat burger Both are like 10 out of 10 foods to me, so I'm confused, but I'll take it. All right, everyone. You guys have a... Well, we need a catchphrase. Later, players. Later, players. Later, players.